Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Isaiah 43, verses 14 through 19. Even though we're in Isaiah, we're going to talk about the Exodus. And this is obviously written in Isaiah. It's written in a portion of Isaiah that is directed to the people of Judah, the Jewish people, the Israelites who are in exile in Babylon. It's giving them hope and comfort about what God is going to do to restore them, redeem them. And of course, as is the case with a lot of this prophetic writing, this doesn't just apply to their specific context back in the 600s BC, uh, but it applies to things that are in the future according to their perspective, and even in the future, from our perspective, 25 plus 100 years later. So here we are in Isaiah chapter 43, 14 and following. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I send to Babylon and bring them all down as fugitives, even the Chaldeans, in the ships in which they rejoice. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings forth chariot and horse, army and warrior. They lie down, they cannot rise, they are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert." So that language right there in verses 16 and 17 should really remind us of what is probably the most significant historical event in the life of Israel up to this point, and that is God's deliverance of them from slavery in Egypt by way of the Red Sea. That's the Exodus. You remember that they were wanting to leave, God raises up Moses to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And Pharaoh's heart is hardened and there are 10 plagues. And finally, after the 10th plague, the killing of the firstborn child where the Israelites are commanded to put blood over their doorpost. And so the angel of death will pass over them, which is the beginning of the Passover celebration, which carries all the way into the New Testament. Jesus is crucified uh, during the weekend of Passover celebration. And so God delivers them. Finally, they flee from Egypt and they come to the Red Sea. The Egyptian army is bearing down on them and God miraculously parts the waters of the Red Sea so they can cross on dry land. And then the Egyptian army is caught up in the water, which fills back in and drowns them. That's exactly what it says here in chapter 43, verse 17, this is the God who brings forth chariot and horse, army and water. They lie down. They cannot rise. In other words, they're dead. They are extinguished, quenched like a wick. So this is obviously referring to the very first Exodus. It's interesting that it says in verse 16, this is the Lord who makes a way in the sea. This is the Lord who brings forth chariot and horse. In other words, these are present tense verbs. This isn't he made a way and he brought forth. This is he makes a way and brings forth. And so this seems to suggest that what we saw in the Exodus way back in Exodus is 
a repeatable thing. In other words, our God is a God of exoduses, or maybe the correct plural term is exodi. I don't know what it is. But the point is, is that God didn't just do this one time for the people of Israel out of Egypt across the Red Sea. God has a pattern of doing exoduses. He is a God of exoduses. Another one that's going to happen is going to be very soon in the future for the people who are hearing and reading this text who are in exile in Babylon. Right there in verse 14 and 15, that's what it says. For your sake, I'm going to send to Babylon and I'm going to bring them down as fugitives. And so God's going to take care of the people who are oppressing them and they're going to be taken over by the Persians and King Cyrus, the Persian king, is going to allow some of the people who are are exiled to go back to Jerusalem, rebuild the temple, rebuild the wall, reestablish true worship of the one true God. So that's another example of God delivering his people an exodus, taking them out of exile and allowing a remnant of them to come back to Jerusalem and be faithful and continue the redemptive plan of God marching forward through history toward the culmination of Jesus Christ. And of course, when Jesus Christ comes, here comes another exodus. This is the Savior who is going to deliver us, not from the Egyptians, not through the Red Sea, but he's going to deliver us from our sin through faith in his death and resurrection. It's incredible. And so I guess my question for you today, or one of them is, are you a participant in that exodus? Have you received God's miraculous exodus-like work in your life to deliver you from sin, which is only available through faith and trust in Christ? When we trust Christ, we receive his righteousness. We receive the penalty that we owe God for our sin, which is death, physical death, spiritual separation from God, the things that Jesus went through on our behalf. We receive that mark paid on our account before God. And through his resurrection, we are co-heirs with Christ in the kingdom of God. We get to be his covenant sons and daughters through faith in Christ, and that's an exodus. We've been delivered through, we've delivered from sin through the miraculous death and resurrection of Christ. And then, of course, there is another exodus that is coming even in the future, and that's the exodus that will take us out of this world, out of this life into a new heavens and new earth that will last forever and ever. This is a God of exoduses, and you see it right here in Isaiah 43, verses 14 through 19. Lord, thank you for delivering us. Thank you for delivering your people in Egypt. What an inspiring story. And thank you for not stopping there, for delivering this remnant of exiled people of Judah who could come back and reestablish the worship and continue the line of David toward Christ. And then, of course, thank you for sending Christ who would offer us deliverance from our sin. And we look forward to the day when you deliver us from this body and this broken, decaying earth so that we can be in a new heavens and new earth where there's no tears, no sorrow, no mourning, only joy and endless pleasure with you. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. 
Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.